Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's 930 in 716. Imagining something new for some old space in Buffalo. We now have a whole palette of ideas. It doesn't have to be just one. There are nuggets of magic and wisdom in almost all of these submissions. So... We don't have to, we're not going to do one of these. This is definitely the planning phase. Everything we're doing is about community engagement. The DL&W Corridor Reimagined for Buffalo. I'm Tim Wenger on 930 and 716. More development excitement for Buffalo, that's for sure. This time, the parcel of property that reaches from behind the DL&W Terminal in the shadows of Canal Side and the Key Bank Center along the Buffalo River and then reaching into South Buffalo. The Western New York Land Conservancy hosted an open house with the goal of hearing more feedback from the community on what people would like to see become of that parcel. Hundreds gathered to vote on submissions from the International Design Competition that aims to repurpose that space. So we're about year two in a project to reimagine abandoned urban infrastructure in the city of Buffalo. WBEN's Brendan Keeney was at the session talking with the key players. Among them, Conservancy Executive Director Nancy Smith. This is an elevated corridor that connects the Buffalo River with Canal Side. And there are projects like this happening across the country where with a little bit of investment you can find new ways to connect people with nature and connect to the Connectivity is a huge piece of this, so connecting people with nature, connecting it across communities, uh, connecting to the river. We're all wearing these funny little buttons. I don't know if J.G. talked about that. So in our Great Lakes, there's 84% of the surface freshwater in all of North America. That's a quarter of the world's surface freshwater. So it's this huge resource for our region that's really important for us to honor and spend time in and take care of. Where are we, like tonight specifically, right. where are we in the process? Yes, okay, so uh, the first thing you wanna do is listen to the community. So we created a vision plan. And then tonight it's design ideas competition. So we launched a competition. We ended up getting submissions from every continent except Antarctica. So there were 97 submissions. Um, we have several hundred people coming tonight. It was on, online for voting. We had a couple thousand people um, register votes for that. And tonight we'll be gathering input from the community because it, it goes back to listening to not only the immediate neighbors, but the broader community to find out what everyone would like to have happen there. Is it a growing trend to have more green space yes, in an urban it environment? It is, and that's why our organization is involved, because we feel like connecting to nature can change lives, and that's part of what we do. Traditionally, we've worked in more uh, wild places and protecting farmland, but it's time to do something in the city as well. That's why we've embraced this project. I'm not going to ask you what your favorite project no, is. because I don't have one. One of the things that we learned is we had a, a professional jury um, a week and a half ago, and they picked a first, second, and third prize. Actually, 
they, they made me pick two third prizes. <laughs> Not me, but they did. Um, we, what we learned is that we now have a whole palette of ideas. It doesn't have to be just one. There are nuggets of magic and wisdom in almost all of these submissions. So we don't have to, we're not gonna do one of these. The next step of the process is called concept and schematic design, and that's where we'll weave together what we want to see and then take it back to the community and say, what do you think? So basically what I'm hearing is that one of these designs isn't necessarily the final answer. Oh, You're it's completely take not. Elements from exactly. Control. That's right. Okay. Yeah. And then specifically, what are you liking? Like, what, uh, not, not a specific project, but like, what elements are you seeing, and you're like, wow, that's interesting or intriguing or creative. Um, one of the things I really like when we ask the neighbors what is a problem for them, a lot of them have trouble with food access. There's no food. They have to drive, you know, half an hour to go to a grocery store. So some of the ones that have a farmer's market and our community garden, I like that idea because it harkens back to something that we were told was needed. Um, I love the ones that feel like a wild place. We also, the neighbors have said, I'm really thrilled that they're as excited about nature as we are. They're like, we're right next to the city, but it's still wild. So it's this ribbon of green. So I like a lot of the ones that capture that. And I'm obsessed with native plants because it's actually really important for the food web. So any, any of the ones that feature that are appeal to me. But it doesn't matter what I think, it matters what everybody thinks. Everybody gets a vote tonight. That must be really cool ultimately, like going back to the farmer's market idea, if a project like this actually creates a need as opposed to just kind of an aesthetic and, uh, right. you know, hobby kind of. Yes. Yeah. And the other thing is uh, health. We will all be healthier and happier if we are walking and biking and spending time in nature. And that matters too. <laughs> Anything else you um, well, thus far we've raised about a million dollars and we do talk to our partners around the country and each one of them, it's individual decisions about philanthropy and generosity that allow these projects to flourish. So if anyone is interested in supporting the project, they should give me a call. What's the next step? The next step is called concept and schematic design and Mark Mastrata just arrived. He's with New York State Parks and we just received a grant for over $350,000 from Parks. It's from New York State to um, pay for part of the concept and schematic design and that'll be the very next phase. So you said you raised uh, over a million, about a million about dollars a million, um, I know it's really early in the process, mm -hmm. but what does that money go towards specifically and mm -hmm. how much mm -hmm. is expected to be needed? So when we, uh, if you look at that sheet over there, it's all of the things we told them to take into account when they were designing these submissions and that kind of puts a price tag at about $20 million. There's a lot of bridges that are missing that are very expensive parts of infrastructure. So the cost will range depending on, on which which designs we implement, and it also can roll out in phases. Um, you could create one, there's a park in, in um, Philadelphia, they just did a quarter mile of it. So they did the quarter mile really elaborately, and then the rest will roll out. Or you could do the whole thing really simply, and then expand as you go. So those are decisions that lie ahead. The big picture is that we're trying to create a multi-use urban nature trail um, and Greenway in the middle of downtown Buffalo. It's a vision that's hard to conceptualize, but it's being done in other cities and it is a hit. Jejean Rose Burney is deputy director of the Conservancy. So uh, an abandoned railroad corridor extends from Canal Side at the DLNW terminal all the way to the Buffalo River across from Solar City. So this goes through Perry, the First Ward, 
the Valley neighborhoods, and we want to transform it into something good for the community. And so we've been working for a couple years already. We helped the community create a vision plan for what they like to see happen here. And then we started this design ideas competition because we wanted to know what designers, artists, planners from all over the world and Western New York thought that community vision plan would actually look like. And so we, we, we started this competition in November. We had uh, 98 submissions, so teams submitted. These are from all over the world, students, professionals, firms. Um, we narrowed it down to the top 25, and that's what's displayed here, the top 25 proposals. And with these, we're trying to pick the Community Choice Award. So everyone here tonight gets to vote on what they like, um, what they don't like. And more than just picking the, their winner, we really want to know what people think. You know, why do you like this? Why don't you like this? So that when we go into the next stages, we are designing something after this that really reflects all of the feedback that we receive. You know, the, the, the winner of the Community Choice Award uh, isn't the final design. It's the ideas that we get from this that, that create that design later. We also have a jury. So uh, jury designers from all over the world, again, you know, very high profile, well-known designers, community leaders are also doing a, uh, their own selection of the top proposals. So you would say we're still in the creativity phase? Oh, sure. This is definitely the planning phase. Everything we're doing is about community engagement. We want, you know, this is a big event. There's, we had 260 people register. We wouldn't be surprised if we have three or 400 people here tonight. We've been doing this in the neighborhoods too. So we had a similar event on Monday in Perry. We had an event in the old First Ward Community Center last night. We're doing another event in the Valley uh, next week. So it's just making sure that everyone, especially the people that live right there, get a chance to, to give us their opinions, their ideas, their feedback. How far away are we from this? Uh, well, we, I mean, so we have a grant right now to do a, uh, what we call concept and schematic design. Um, that will probably start this uh, summer. It's probably a year-long process. We're still working with the NFTA. Um, they're very much uh, uh, working with us on the planning process. In the long term, you know, we're going to have to have probably a lease on the corridor in order to, to, to build, construct something, um, and then operate and maintain it in the long run. You know, we're, 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 I don't know when we'll be able to start. The, the actual, you know, final design and construction because it has everything to do with community engagement, uh, you know, the, the process and see where it goes and funding. You know, this is this is a big, high-profile project and we need funding right now in order to make the, the next stages come come to come to fruition. Is there anything like this in, in the country that you could face? Oh, for sure. Yeah, you know, there's there's projects like this all over the U.S. and the world, really. This is this is what a lot of people call like an infrastructure reuse project. So we're taking an abandoned railroad corridor and trying to transform it into something that's really positive for the community. Um, and you know, a place like Manhattan, they have the High Line. Um, this is a, a really you know highly designed, much more elaborate than probably we we'd want to do here. Um, but there are examples of like of this in 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 Atlanta, the Beltline. Um, you know, places that have taken railroad corridors and turn them into trails with bikes, with people walking, with event spaces. You know, we're really thinking that this is a much more natural place. Um, we're from the Land Conservancy. Conservation is important. The neighbors have said that they really like the feel of it already as a forest. So we're thinking like urban nature trail through a forest in downtown, basically. Um, but there are examples. Toronto just created a project called uh, um, the, the Bentway, which is this ice skating rink in the winter underneath the, the, uh, one of the expressways, and in the summer it's a trail. So there are really a lot of examples of this. And we don't have this yet in Buffalo, but we, we could create something like this in Buffalo that's for Buffalo, that's really unique to Buffalo, but isn't, isn't you know, in isolation. There's good ideas from all over the country and the world that, that we could use. And that's what this competition is for. You know, what do other people think? What do people think here? 
and, and what kind of good ideas can we bring to this? Uh, so right now we're in the planning design phase. We need funding to go forward with well, planning, design, community engagement, um, and, and the phases after that. So if anyone's interested in donating, they can go under our website, wnylc.org, and donate or call us, 687-1225, um, Western New York Land Conservancy, and, and we're, we're looking for project partners. How, uh, how much funding is still needed? Like, what are you guys sure. looking at here? Is this realistic? Yeah, well, each phase is different. You know, what we have right now for the next phase is we have a $369,000 grant for concept and schematic design. We need to come up with a little bit more than $100,000 as matched towards that grant. So that's essentially the immediate need is what we're trying to raise money for. In the long run, this project could cost, you know, anywhere from 10 to 20, 30 million dollars. It depends on what we build. You know, the, uh, LaSalle Park, there's a new investment of money at LaSalle Park, $50 million. Um, you know, so if we're somewhere, you know, in, in the middle of that, that's, that's what we're thinking right now. Very preliminary cost estimates. And what we end up building depends on what people like. And so that's, that's where we are right now. So much happening in Buffalo. On the same day as this important meeting on the DL&W corridor was happening, Governor Cuomo was in town and talking about reimagining the Skyway and details about the competition he recently announced. More on that is available at WBEN.com. That's 930 in 716. We're back tomorrow with another edition from the studios of WBEN Buffalo. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.